This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hello, it's Wednesday the 7th of June and the streets are filled with flat-capped 1930s newsboys shouting, read all about it. Welcome back to Paper Cuts, our brand new podcast about the tantrums and triumphs that make up the great British press with me, Miranda Sawyer. We're here every Monday, Wednesday and Friday with a close-up look at the absolute state of the fourth estate. Follow us on your favourite app so you don't miss an episode. Here are the headlines on today's edition. Harry's hacked off. Prince cross-examined by Daily Mirror lawyer over phone tapping claims. Dam and blast. Russia accused of causing devastating floods by destroying Ukraine dam. And don't let them eat cake. Government offers weight loss jab to obese people to cut benefits bill and get them working. Welcome to Paper Cuts. We read the morning press so you don't have to. Thanks for joining us on Paper Cuts. We've had a fantastic response to our first edition this week. We're at number 10 and climbing in the actual main Apple podcast chart. So watch out Rory Stewart and Alistair Campbell. Paper Cuts is coming for you. One listener told us we're a punchy news podcast that doesn't make you want to jump out of a window, which is very nice. And another said, I hate the news. I like this podcast, which is great. We're very happy to be of service. And if you like the show, then please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a hearty five stars and a good review. It all helps to get us in front of more people. So here today to help us pull the wings off the press and shove the body under the microscope, our journalist and parliamentary sketch writer for The Critic magazine, Rob Hutton. Hello. Hello. How are you? And we also have TV and radio face about town and presenter of the super snappy morning news podcast, The Smart Seven, Jamie East. Hello. What headlines have grabbed your attention today? Jamie, what do you have? Uh, I have in the mail, Harry in the witness box. Uh, his hacking testimony is forensically challenged for five gruelling hours. He admits his memoir conflicts with his claims. KC accuses him of being in realm of total speculation. Prince attacks media and blasts UK's rock-bottom government. He must have longed for the schmaltzy embrace of Oprah. Part life! <laughs> He must have longed for the schmaltzy <laughs> embrace of Oprah by Jamwire in the mail. <laughs> That's an epic, an absolute epic, all slagging Harry off, isn't it? There's also The Sun. What have you got? What's the oh, The Sun was a cracker. Uh, me, Hewitt and that two-faced shit Burrell. Could be something else, though. Just S say S star star T. Uh, it might be sort. It could be sort, yes. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> but there are other stories, aren't there, Rob? Not just Harry. What, is, what have you got? So uh, the Guardian, the Times and the Telegraph are all leading on the dam in Ukraine that uh, collapsed yesterday morning. Um, the Guardian's going with environmental disaster. Uh, the uh, 
Times has gone with Russia may target nuclear plant next and uh, The Telegraph's gone with bombing of dam, a new low for Russia, which is uh, Rishi Sunak's words, I think. The Telegraph's also got a quite, a, quite a, I have to say, technical term, fit picture of um, Prince Harry on the front. He does, he looks really good. This is what happens when you get a suit made to measure that, that fits. Sometimes you just see someone you go, that's... That's he's what an looking good. His suit looks like. Yeah, no. he's popped his cuffs. He looks yeah, like he's, he's a perfect. geezer from a Guy Ritchie film. Okay, <laughs> so look, we've got Ron pretty unified story today, and that is Prince Harry taking the stand yesterday and being cross-examined about his civil case against the Mirror Group newspapers. Just as a kind of reminder, he's brought the case with three other people: two actors from Coronation Street and Paul Whitehouse's ex-wife. He has 147 alleged complaints, but the judge has asked him to focus on 33. But as well as this case, which is against the uh, Mirror Group, Mm -hmm. he's also part of a similar case brought against Associated Newspapers. They they own the Mail and News Group, and they publish The Sun and The Times. That is the context. So, um, uh, Rob, I'm going to you. Shall we um, discuss the different ways that... I mean, there's an overarching approach towards this, isn't there, um, across the papers, and then it's also covered in different ones. Yes. So, um, I mean... The first thing is you've got, to, you've got to understand if you're a royal correspondent, you're very used to making not very much go a very long way. I mean, you know, these are, these are professionally, you get a remark from the Queen or half a sentence or something, and you can see if you can spread that very thin sliver of butter over an awful lot of slices of toast over the week. And suddenly you've got... It's it's Christmas. It, you, you've got him talking about paternity. You've got him talking about his relationship with Chelsea. You just you've just got sort of. He, went, I mean, he was on. Stories. He was on. He was basically on the stand for five hours, and during that time, he slagged off uh, Paul Burrell. He um, yes talked about Chelsea Davy and how his relationship was messed up. He mentioned James Hewitt. Then, is James that, Hewitt my dad? You know, is I mean, James Hewitt my dad? And that story yeah. on its own could sustain. Britain's tabloid press for a week. And actually, it's it's the most frustrating thing in papers sometimes is when you just get too much. And it's like, no, stop. Stop. We're going to do that one. We'll do that one to death. And then you can come back next week and you can do the next item. And, you know, that could keep us going for a week. Well, I mean, it has. I mean, if you look in the sun, should we look at the sun? Yep. You've yep. got the sun here. I mean, yep. how how have they covered it? We've got they've got various spreads, haven't they? So? Yeah, I mean, they've gone. They've they've got about five. They've done five pages, and I think you know, thing to remember, the sun is the vast majority of Harry's testimony yesterday was pretty scathing against Piers Morgan, who now works for Talk TV. Is like is. Uh, arguably the most expensive journalist on the planet at the moment uh, through the deal with that. So they're never going to side with Harry. And Yeah, because Talk TV is owned Talk by Murdoch. Talk TV is owned by, by Wireless Group, who in yeah. turn is owned by News, News yeah. UK. Um, so they were never really going to kind of uh, err on the, on the side of Harold. But they have... Oh, excuse me. Um, what What's great about... Harry's thing is it's catnip to the newspapers especially the tabloids because he said out loud the stories that they haven't really been able to talk about so the, the whole Hewitt paternity thing is something that's been said in the playgrounds across the across the world for the past like 20 years I remember mm. it's I believed it yeah. <laughs> still a little bit of me that might <laughs> but it's it's never really been allowed to be talked about in the papers until Harry himself said it in court. Now they can now they're just reporting on something that Harry himself said. Um, but so, there's also quite a sad detail I found. Like you know when, when Harry was talking about that that Hewitt case, he basically said he he refer, he's referring to an article in the People, um, which is owned by uh, Mirror Group, um, uh, that 
that they might have to do a paternity test. There might have to be a paternity test. And yeah. he thought that they were running this and he would be ousted from the royal family. Mm. So it's it's a kind of joke that got out of hand for him because yeah, yeah, actually, I'm, as far I mean, as he's concerned, he might be ousted from the royal family. But, and the papers also reported that he smoked cannabis at Eton and he was worried that he would be chucked out of Eton as well. So yeah. it's like he's standing on very... He feels like he's standing on very unstable ground all the time. Well, as Kurt once said, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. And it seems that, that some of the papers have, have been sympathetic to that. I mean, The Guardian mm. is quite sympathetic to... Yeah, the, my... my, my um, uh, Deskmate uh, John Crace uh, sketched it for the Guardian, yeah. and uh, you know, and it there is there is a there is a terribly sad human story about uh, you know about somebody who 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 loses his mother is in the public eye the whole time you know in an emotionally distant family uh, just who's going to pieces. All of that said. Just don't go to court. Never go to court. I mean, you know, and and this is this is not. It's not going to make you feel better. No, and yeah. you know, and and in a sense, the, the, the well, awful the, thing. Yeah, the problem is he's not going to win. I don't think. You know, his his, his testimony that, that that he gave yesterday. I don't know who's been advising him, but it was it felt pretty paper thin. It's based on a gut feeling. You yeah. can't go to civil court with a gut feeling. I think it's interesting. Okay, so if you look at how it's covered in the papers, they've got Jan Moyer on the on the case at the Mail. Yeah. She is um she's an interviewer and a columnist. She's not a news reporter. Yeah. But even she is saying that he is very vague on detail. If you look at the at the in the Times also, they feel the same thing. He's he's not doing very well in the witness box. Mm. And that's what they're covering. He was never going to get a good ride from from the papers anyway, but you know, you can't complain about stories. I think there was a, a piece about uh, eating trifle or, or uh, smoking cannabis that you mentioned, whereby, or a holiday that he went on or a conversation that he had with his brother where he was complaining they must have got that through phone hacking. And, and the KC turned around and said, well, actually, you spoke about this in an interview the week before. And, he, and, and his response was, hmm, I can see why that might yeah, have there's a, there's a, there's a, there was a bit in the testimony yesterday where he said, look, they're saying one bystander said this. And, and it's like, you know, and I made me feel like I've been watched the whole time. It's like, no, Harry, when it says in the papers, one bystander said, that's the reporter. That's yeah. literally, there There are no bystanders in the real world. Yeah. It, it, one, it, it, one onlooker, one bystander, that's always, that's, that's, you know, trade secrets here. That is press code for, this is the comment that we want to make, but we, we, we are putting it in the voice of Attributing an, it to an, an imaginary yeah. person on a footpath. And how he, how he, how he doesn't know that. You know, that's sort of to be this this in the in the eye at this and this this sort of this constant focus and not to be aware that actually with the best will in the world, sometimes, you know, especially royal correspondents, sort of have to make have to do a lot with not very much. And sometimes they even they sort of they just guess because there was a bit where yesterday where they were talking about, you know, the divorce had had a bad effect on him. How would they know the divorce? Probably took a guess. Yeah, yeah. You know. I think it's a di- it's a different idea of what the what the papers actually do. Should we have a look at the Daily Telegraph? Because what I was shocked about with the Daily Telegraph is just how much time they have spent on it. So well, there it is on the front, looking like a geezer. He looks yeah, great. Yeah, There's yeah, a little right. bit there, but if you open it up yeah, and you go yeah, in, yeah, there that's... is like I mean a full page spread. And there's a lot of words on here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You and then how many words are on it. And then spread, there's yeah. another. More. There's another. More words. It's it's, it's absolutely all over the yeah. newspaper. Um, 
it's there's sometimes it, go, it, it goes pop culture. It's kind of ten things we learnt about Prince Harry from his big day in court. <laughs> but he, they also sent their royal editor, Victoria Ward, to to cover it as well. And the angle for that is just royal reporting. You know, not the happy-go-lucky Harry of old. <laughs> there are few, if any, of the easy smiles. Sadness in his eyes. Exactly. <laughs> it's that it's that kind of royal uh, correspondent, which he he obviously hates. But they're still doing it because he's there. Yeah. If he wasn't there, they wouldn't really be doing it they'd be they'd be getting they'd be getting at it a bit um there's full pop culture in in the telegraph but there are a couple of papers that seem to be ignoring this story hmm. Hmm. which Funny ones that. are they <sighs> right so the mirror have got a problem which is that they are being sued and actually if the mirror write if the mirror as it were do a mail there is a serious danger that the judge holds the paper up and says this is not how we behave when when we're the defendant in a court case yeah so the mirror have um Amazingly, they've they've uh, they've they've it's barely on the front page. It's, it's there because you've got to have it because people you're an editor. To see it. They, yeah. they, you know, you you're you're on the newsstands. Harry's picture is going to be on everyone else's front page. You've got to yeah. have it on your front page. But the actual story, if you look at it on pages eight and nine, yeah. is um, it's just it says by by PA Courtstaff by the Press Association. So they have just taken um, what we would call wire copy. Yeah, and sun tiding his bedroom. It's the bare minimum. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's also it's it's, it's very factual. It, it is very very straight. Yeah. No one no one can complain that you use PA copy, and yeah. I and I think they are they are reasonably concerned that, about what the judge will say if they do anything else. I think we should also mention the Express. So the Express is also owned by uh, Mirror Group, but also Gary Jones, who's the editor editor of the Express, was a Mirror reporter at the time that mm. we are discussing, which is basically between 1996 and the and the 2010s. He was a reporter at the Mirror. Yeah. So the Express is very like the Mirror in that it just covers it. it there's a small there's a picture on the front saying, yep, Harry's in court. We're covering it really straight because there's no other way that you can do it mm. if you were a mirror reporter at the time he's he's uh, he's discussing. Well, you say that you say there's no other way. There is so we we, <laughs> we do have the Star, which is also yeah. owned by Reach, which also owns the Mirror and the Express. And the, I mean, I just the Star just looks like the the most fun paper to work out in Britain yeah. at the moment. Headline: <laughs> Shy bloke in rant at government. And what I love, I hope you can see in a picture, is they've they've done the little black eye, the crime watch, the the, the, yeah. the, the readers' wives um, anonymizing. <laughs> hey, I went on, for crime on, watch. You went for readers' wives. Yeah, well, there you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, on on all of the photographs, including the court art. Yeah. Um, shy bloke in rant at government. Uh, a publicity shy man laid into the government yesterday, as as he said, the political. Britain's political system is at rock bottom. And it just goes on in that vein. The bashful bloke, um, the man, <laughs> it, it calls him at one stage. The, the it doesn't man. name him throughout. It never um, names him. So, yes. yeah, the star Marvelous. is always well, great. Well done, the, the star, as I, ever. I mean, really, the, the court was obviously packed with reporters yesterday, um, out, inside, outside, but they're actually all on the same side. Would you say that? Really, yeah. Fleet Street has closed ranks. There are people who've worked for the Mirror in the past who now work for the Sun. There's people who have worked for the Mail. You know, lots of people have worked for lots of different papers and they're all closing ranks and saying, actually, Harry, you're wrong. I think it's not... I mean, you can be... You know, you can start putting bits of wool and, 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 and photographs on a, on a court board and, and joining... It's, in a sense... Harry Harry clearly has it in for all of the press. I don't think that he feels more warmly towards the Guardian, you know, than he does towards the, the sure. Sun. So 
there is a little bit in this of just like, well, if you're against us, then we're against you, I think. Yeah. I think it doesn't help that, as you say, his his case is it just feels slightly he may was Harry's was Prince Harry's phone hacked? Probably, let's face it, probably Prince everyone's phone was being hacked. It would be odd not to have hacked his phone. But you can't it doesn't matter what you know, as Tom Cruise once said, it matters what you can prove. Yeah. And that's 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 a crucial distinction. And and him sort of sitting there saying, Well, I think they did it, that's you know, I'm sure they did it. I feel like they did it. Yeah. That won't that won't win you the case. But also the you know, the the they do they have closed ranks because they are all to a certain degree in some way, shape or form, if you dig below one or two or three layers down, gonna be people that are that are that were involved in some way, shape or form back in the day. Whether it was whether it was at the Guardian or the Express or the Sun. You know, so they, they will close ranks. It's honour amongst thieves. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. The other big story of the day is the highly depressing news about the Novokakovka Dam in southern Ukraine, which burst yesterday, leading to massive floods along the Dnipro River between Kakovka and the sea. So this is alleged to be the largest attack on civilian infrastructure in Ukraine since the start of the war. Um, Zelensky says that the Russians mined it previously and then pressed the trigger at 2.50 a.m. yesterday morning. But we don't, I mean, it's not proved, but that's what he's saying. Yeah. Russia is denying this because, and the re- reason why Russia is denying this is because if you if you blow up a dam, it's a breach of the Geneva Convention, i.e. it's a war crime. So far, there's 10 villages evacuated, 17,000 people in the critical zone. It's going to go up to 25,000. The water has dropped 15 centimetres an hour. The water was being used to cool a nuclear plant. It is a big and very devastating story. How is it covered? I feel like we should start with the Telegraph, actually, because the Telegraph is very good on this, I have yeah. to say. There's it, an amazing, uh, some really amazing reporting. Well, it, it helps. The Telegraph is the only broadsheet, only properly broadsheet paper left. And as well as being able to run acres on Prince Harry, it just gives you space to run great, big, fantastic photos. It gives you a proper sense of um, of just how devastating this is. Yeah, there's um, Roland Oliphant and Natalia Vasileva um, wrote, has, has written some really amazing stories. In, in the Telegraph, they've got details on wild animals wandering around the city. So basically beavers, uh, which makes me laugh because it's like, did the beavers build the dam? But anyway, like the <laughs> beavers are twigs. wandering around and, and roe deer as well. They've displaced landmines because the river was, was mined along the sides. All these landmines are now floating into people's gardens. It's like a Roland it's just absolutely devastating as the evacuation is being done by ukrainian locals they're being shelled it's the zoo the kakovka zoo has 300 animals die it's there's a lot of detail in the story which i found absolutely devastating it's Mm. amazing reporting i must say yeah no they've done it they've done a great job The, the 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 times has got i mean i think the times has got the best photo but it's it's just a shame it's so small which is of the the dam being breached and the water rushing through. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a really dramatic photo. It would I would love to see it sort of 
four times the size. It looks like AI. It doesn't look real. Yeah. It's so devastating. Well, it's right? one of those stories that you, you can't really understand the scale of what's happened because it doesn't. On, when, it's very difficult to articulate it in writing. You know, the dam has been lowered by three and a half meters. Well, that doesn't sound like a, a huge thing, but when you see the photos like that, it's yeah. like, oh my god! And actually, like, when you see read the reporting, I would say that yeah. the Guardian has gone for a slightly different angle, right? Yeah, they've gone for the the ecological effect of it all and 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 what it actually means for for the environment and and it is and they you know they've used the same picture as uh the, the telegraph, telegraph the, yeah. but obviously to, to like you said this is about the, the size of a pea compared to compared to theirs and it's just an incredible picture it's like a house that looks a bit like the white house submerged in submerged in bloody more submerged in uh, muddy water but it's the environmental impact is a very Guardian story, isn't it? I mean, that's what yeah. the Guardian... The Guardian generally yeah. has a climate crisis across the whole of its paper at all times. That's that's It's like a, a rumbling story that it will always cover, cor quite correctly, one would argue. And, and it's got the environmental angle. That's what it's gone for. Yeah, and it's got, you know, they're talking to the relief workers who are actually on the ground having to deal with it. You know, as the, as the dam lowered by three metres, so the water rose by three metres everywhere else, which has just caused an absolute cacophony of just hell for everyone involved it's just it's, it just looks absolutely yeah and I, I mean i think it's worth noting how difficult doing this reporting is because this is this is in a war zone and you know, it's it's dan Saber who is who's out there for the guardian yeah um you know this is this is sort of this is this is supposed to be the territory that the ukrainian army was planning to ad advance over that that's one of the theories as about why russia might have done this just to to make it impassable um so they, it is getting getting these stories is non-trivial for the people who are out there. You know, they 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 have to go to disputed areas and um, deal with floating landmines and shelling and so on. Yes, it's very difficult, and they they, they have you know the broadsheets have done it very well. I feel like we should you know yeah. give a thumbs up for the broadsheets well on this done, story because absolutely. it's a poor, because it's an appalling story reported very well. I'm David Baddiel. I'm a writer and a comedian and a Jew. I'm Saeed Avasi. I'm a businesswoman and a politician and a Muslim. Jews and Muslims always seem to be in the news or on the news. Lots of people talk about us and this is us talking about ourselves. The kind of things that people say don't touch, yeah. we are going to go there. I mean, I think Jews and Muslims are talking about these things, but I think they're not talking about them together because they're worried that if they do, sparks might fly. A Muslim and a Jew go there. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. So what else have we noticed? Of course, as a woman, I have noticed what I should wear. So we have a feature in the in the mail, right? Rob, right. you've got it right there. What should I be wearing from the mail? Do you want to look contrite, Miranda? Of, of, obviously, at all times. <laughs> Just wear white. OK. It's oh. a great it's a great male spread of women wearing white clothes. And I mean, that which, is triggered don't, by don't Holly Willoughby. This. This, is harder, this is harder than it looks. Yeah, it's, 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 it's Holly who asked if we were all all right. Um, uh, on on Monday, wearing white, and uh, here are some other women wearing white: Rebecca Wardy wearing white, Colleen Rooney wearing white. What great Lin company! Lin <laughs> Lindsay Lohan wearing white, but it's really well done. It, it's um, it's a uh, double page spread. Lindsay Lohan getting, um, her, getting her first like splash in a tabloid for the for ten years. There. Yes, exactly. Keep it pure and simple when seeking the sympathy vote. I'm always seeking the sympathy vote, so <laughs> I'll obviously try that. But then, while I'm wearing white, if I turn to um, the Telegraph, it tells me that I should be wearing silver jeans. 
Okay. Wow. We have. It's not just Beyonce. Anyone can look good in silver jeans, mm. which I think I'm not is. Sure I can. It's no. a flat-out lie. But anyway, there's a there's a several one two three four five six different versions of Beyonce silver trousers I should be wearing. But then I turn to the Times, and here we have the real coup. I should be wearing a smock frock. What, what's a smock frock? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what a smock frock is, Miranda. <laughs> I'm going to explain. So smocking, do you know what shearing is? It's like kind of elastication. Is it a sheep? Hey? No, 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 absolutely right. not. Like so imagine, you know, like imagine a kind of little house on the prairie frock, which lots of people have been wearing recently. Yeah. That's been going on for a couple of years. Terrible fashion, but there we go. It's a, it's a, an elasticated bit at the top, quite 1970s, mm. that can squidge open and shut, so you're always comfy. That's shearing, okay, um, um, or smocking, and it the. Uh, it is the Times. It's always the Times. <laughs> the Times is telling me that smocking got cool. So not only should I be wearing a smock frock, white, white, and silver jeans, I should also be wearing sunglasses. Of course. Which, obviously, I, I yeah. am right You're now. VIP. Yeah, <laughs> VIP at all times. And as well as that, this is the one that I really love. When I go to the airport... <laughs> I should forget me tracky. I should be wearing matchy-matchy at the airport and heels. And uh, this... I'm just going to quote you here. It's from the fashion editor, Anna Murphy, who has spent a lot of time in airports recently. She's got a strange phenomenon to report. People are dressing up. I was in an airport just the other day. People are not Absolutely. dressing. I mean, wearing clothes. And they're I not wear dressing clothes up. to go to the airport. Yeah. yeah, but are you wearing tailoring and heels? No. No, frankly not. I mean, this is a report, I think, from the BA Gold Lounge yeah, at Heathrow. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Heathrow Terminal Who 5. Who heels at drinking their airport pint at 7am? Well, it's absolutely... <laughs> anyway, now I know what I should be wearing. And obviously, next time I come to Paper Cuts, I will be in silver jeans, white, wearing sunglasses yeah. and a smock frock and heels. Fantastic. <laughs> forward to it. That's your Glastonbury outfit sorted. I'll see you at Shangri-La at 4am. <laughs> OK. Um, so also, I feel like we should uh, mention Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, the gift that keeps on giving. Um, let's have a look at The Sun. The Sun. I've got that sun. here. I have that here. Uh, shafted by the Swifties. Uh, what does this mean? This means that uh, how Taylor's newest ex hit a bum oh. note uh, with her de- protective fans. Now, her newest sex is Matty Healy. Matty, from the Matty Healy um, uh, still kept the Y, even though he's nearly thirty. It should be Matt. Come on, mate. Um, <laughs> it's it's just, it's an evergreen story that comes around all the time. There is always a pop star that has a fervent and protective kind of like ring of fans around them. Gaga had them. They've all had them. BTS, yeah, Beyonce, a bit, Beyonce. Yeah. They've all had them at some point, and. This is a story that's a nothing story. It's a relationship that, that never confirmed that ever happened. I think it all st- and, and it's never been confirmed that that relationship that never happened has actually ended. It's a, a completely fabricated wet dream. Oh, of a, don't sorry. ruin it! You're breaking my heart. Well, imagine how Denise Welch feels then, Miranda. Um, she came that close to being Taylor Swift's mother-in-law. I think it all stemmed from. I think Taylor uh, came on stage with the 1975 during their recent tour, which obviously just set the, the, the tongues a wagging. Um, but the interesting thing about that in that in that story there in the Sun yeah. is it focuses on the fans, which I think is quite a good angle. 
Yeah, because the fans can be really scary. Yeah. I once uh, I once backed up Roman Kemp on Twitter when he said something about BTS, and I had to close my Twitter account for five days. <laughs> it was horrific. I had them phoning up Virgin Radio to try and get me sacked. <laughs> You know what? It worked. Uh, <laughs> but in and, and also, I mean, in the Daily Telegraph, the cover feature on their feature in their feature bit is a picture of uh, Taylor Swift with four. I mean, I have to say, remarkably similarly looking yeah, young men. Got she's got a type, yeah. Yeah, who are all her exes. Um, one of them is Harry Styles. The ones I recognise is Harry Styles and Matty Healy. That's a Gillen Gillen Jake, Jake Gillen I don't know who that is. He had this. Which one had the cardigan song or sweater? I think it was Jake had the sweater song written about him. Okay, so then this is a double a double page spread, and it's literally written about uh, her ex boyfriends. So we've got like several of them all lined up, and it yeah. says the famous splits that sent Taylor crying all the way to the bank. Which is a weird story for them to put in there, isn't it? Yes, so, it seems very odd. To, I mean, it's odd to me, not because you're not covering Taylor Swift. I think that's fine, but there is no angle. It's just literally listing boyfriends my theory is that that is an online story yeah that they've put in the website to get for for seo and for search purposes and for a bit of clickbait and yeah. it's like oh actually we can fill a double page with nice and nice pictures of jake gillenhall well that's fair enough but you know again no ha- objections to the harry pictures no, obviously has she has she ever confirmed that she's been out with any of them no no, Harry Styles. Um, anyway, so the Times, you have a you have a, a nice story. I'm, in the I'm going to my comfort zone. Um, this is Ollie Wright's story in the Times. Uh, Boris Johnson's phone will be reactivated for the COVID inquiry. This is the phone that he turned off in 2021, <laughs> uh, and uh, that has been sort of lying in a in a drawer somewhere. And everyone's got that Tupperware box at home, haven't they? He's going to turn it back on. I just feel that turning on Boris Johnson's phone after three, it's like terrifying. It, it is the Sex politics equivalent of the Indiana Jones vault. <laughs> it's just what are you? What is just messages coming in? Dad, I'm, <laughs> Dad, I'm pregnant. <laughs> Where are you, Dad? <laughs> it's me, no number nine. <laughs> Don't do it. We're coming to the end of today's edition, so let's choose the finest, the funniest, the most bizarre examples of the headline writer's art. What do we have? What are your headlines of the day? Jamie, I'm going to start with you. You've got one from the Sun, right? I have, yep. Yeah. Uh, it's Ange Postacoglu, who's the new Australian Spurs manager, and the headline is, To Dare is to Didgeridoo. Love it. Very nice. And what else have you got? Uh, we've got the story about how the Live Golf, the PGA and the DP, the three kind of like leagues of golf, have joined forces and followed the Saudi Arabian money and it's called Peace in Our Tea Time. T-E-E. Lovely. From the star. We love the star. And Rob, what do you have? I'm going to the mirror um, where we've got the story that iPhone users will finally be able to use sweary words um, without without being autocorrected. Um, And uh, the headline is The Duck Stops Here. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. And what else have you Uh, got? So I've got two slightly related um, uh, stories uh, from the Daily Star about what people do now they work from home. Um, uh, <laughs> the first one is uh, is about what people are doing uh, while they're working from home, and I just like it because it's great journalese. Work from home means bonks and booze shirk fest. Hell yeah! <laughs> um, That's my house. Um, and uh, not entirely. The, uh, the second one is about a very important scientific study um, into uh, self abuse. Masturbation. Uh, masturbation. We can say we masturbation. Can, can we say, right. Um, uh, which apparently turns out to have uh, all sorts of useful um, uh, side benefits. Who knew? 
And the uh, headline is, that's a handy excuse. I love Very it. Very good. <laughs> And that's the end of today's Paper Cuts. We hope you've enjoyed getting your fingers all inky with us. If you have, don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Paper Cuts Show. The link's in the show notes, where we'll be spotting more of the papers at their best, worst and most baffling. Thanks to Jamie East. Thanks for having me. Where can we hear you next? Uh, you can hear me on the Smart 7 or Dragoncast or anywhere, really. I'll just come and shout outside your house. <laughs> Thanks to Rob Hutton. Where can we read you next? I'm going from here to uh, Parliament to sketch uh, Deputy PMQ, so that'll be on the Critic website later. Oh, fabulous. OK. Um, well, I've been Miranda Sawyer, and you've been listening to Paper Cuts on a day when The Telegraph reveals that the lack of funds for pest control in India has forced farmers to hire men in bear suits to keep marauding monkeys away from their crops. See you next time. 